0: I'm going to talk today about celebrating, and how that we should celebrate Jesus, and celebration is really in order. Because you see, Christmas is really about God's story. Though it's a one-time event, it is an everyday message. But I've been telling you that God's up to something big. And I don't get much response from it. But that's okay. Because God's zeal will perform it. Something big. Something big. God's story is worthy of celebrating. You don't have to join the Internet long or YouTube long, and you can discover all the critics. All the critics that say that, well, it's so commercialized, let's just do away with it. Yeah, follow them. You never want to follow a critic. You hear me? don't follow critics. You can even discover those that, you know, want to pigeonhole it as a pagan holiday. The only thing that makes something pagan is pagans. That's right. It's the only thing that makes something a pagan is pagans. You take God out of it and everything's pagan. Self-worship is pagan. Self-exaltation is pagan. There's only one thing that's not pagan and that's the worship of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought about I have In my ministry, I've kind of tried to make it a practice to stay away from that type of thing, but um, I've decided I've got enough time in. I can have an opinion. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. We must not let anything deter us from celebrating. The birth of Jesus Christ, the birth of his coming, it's really a great reason to rejoice. Because when Jesus came, the whole landscape of the present and the future changed. Possibility and hope now struck on the horizon From every valley, there was a ladder. From every dominance of sin, there was a deliverer. From every failed dream that seemed to be, there was a new one to take its place. Oh, hallelujah. The biggest thing that's happening in the world... is not what's taking place in the Supreme Court. It's big. But it's not the biggest. Hallelujah. And I'm glad what's taking place. Don't get me wrong. The birth of Jesus Christ... It's not just a seasonal thing, or the message of It's not just seasonal. It's eternal. The same one that was born in a manger as a baby sits on the throne of all thrones. And you know that. we serve a God of celebration. That celebrating that means making merry and cheering and being glad. A celebrating that includes acknowledging and recognition. God is so into celebrating His handiwork. From creation to redemption to the last sitting at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Celebration. Being joyful and happy and recognizing and acknowledging. is part of what the kingdom is about. In fact, as you know that one of the tenets of the kingdom is joy? For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. If you want to get joyful, connect with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Celebrating in joy is a kingdom thing. The world didn't invent it. Now, they have their celebrations, and there are reasons for celebrations. But when God created the earth, he brought out the celebrators according to Job uh, Job's writings. He brought out the celebrators. God's kingdom is is a kingdom of being joyfully celebrating. And suddenly the host joined them and began to sing glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. With the angels' limited understanding of what was going on, they were still celebrating. You say, how so, Pastor? Well, Paul wrote and said that the angels desired to look into the things that you and I see. That's, it's just clear to us. We, get, we understand it. We viewed it. And with their limited, you know what I mean? Man, something big is going on. They began to sing. And they sang in the right direction. They sang for the right thing. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Can you imagine these heavenly beings getting so excited about what was going to go on on earth and they're in heaven? I mean, we're really the ones that can celebrate and we're the ones that really get touched about what's going on on earth. Because whether you know or not, you're not in heaven this morning. (laughs) We're going there, but we're not there yet. So, what are we going to do in the interim? We're going to celebrate. Think about it. One of the first expressions of the Holy Spirit is joy. Is joy. Holy Spirit is a joyful person. Celebration for the believer and the Christian is to be a posture of life. It's the birth of God with us. And how many know he's still with us? Hallelujah! So we don't stop celebrating God is with us. We increase the celebration. Yeah when that new day dawned there in that manger. He came with with life, with hope, with peace. He was repairing the damage that had been done way back in the garden and in everyday sense to bring back together man and God. When they walked out of the garden, we get to walk back in. Yeah. It was there was the birth of divine life that he was going to offer to all who would believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Now, I think your salvation is really important, and it should always have a, a, a first place in your celebration. Sometimes we get more excited about miracles than we do about our salvation. I'm glad you get excited about miracles. I'm probably guilty just like Scott is. (laughs) I get more excited about miracles than I do about my salvation, you know what I mean? Until I stop to think, hallelujah, that I'm enjoying salvation in its benefit, in its life every day that I live. Every day that I live. It wasn't just an event that happened in my life, which to this day would have been uh, 63 years ago. And that's how old I am. Now... But he's saying that, you know, one of the reasons we celebrate because, you know, our whole life can be infused with optimism, peace on earth, and goodwill toward man. You won't find it in the Republican Party, the Independent Party, the Democratic Party, or you won't find it, you know, any place but in Jesus. Jesus. The very core of celebration is God, His goodness. Yeah. The power of celebration. I connect it to, to it's it's like a resuscitation of life. If you you know what I mean? Need a reviving. Something's been slipping away. Celebration is like mouth to mouth resuscitation. You get it? What do you celebrate with? First thing you celebrate is with your words. I would think so anyway. And then your body follows follows suit. Think about it. Celebrating. The church and we as God's people should be the happiest people on earth. happiest people on earth In fact is the scripture says happy are the people whose god is the lord now there are some things that you don't need that that you're not happy about but the overarching thing of life is Christ and the almighty god and the sweet holy spirit and he hasn't changed Got to learn to celebrate. It was Paul that wrote in Ephesians chapter five, uh, 5, verse 19, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. It's an essential part of, of our spiritual life. It really is. It's the core aspect of spirituality. The host began to sing, celebrating. In whatever it is that we celebrate, celebrate it reveals a piece of what we value. In what we believe in most. I believe in peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Is still the message. And particularly important in an earth that is absent of peace. There's still a lot of goodwill going on. Yeah. I think that celebration is intended to be intentional, not just merely inspirational. Intentional. Because God is who He is and will always be who He is, and His Word is true. intentionally yeah oh taste and see that the Lord is is good the world America's been through a lot the last two years. It's taken its toll upon the conscience of people, upon the celebration of people, upon the faith of people, the expectation of people. It has taken the life of untold But it's not only taken the natural life. It has went ahead and frequently sapped the spiritual life. No different than what the world was like when God decided to step in to life itself and resuscitate it and bring it back. Yeah. I believe that celebration is more than just a, an expression more than the words that we say and say in the the you know, particular addicts of our body. Celebration is also about dedication. Dedication. When you celebrate the right thing of course There's a focus. There's a reason. When Nehemiah was building the wall, he made sure that when they began to dedicate it, they celebrated. They celebrated with songs and music and cymbals and harps and, and, and lyres. Yeah. Dedicate. Dedicate our, our members. We dedicate our life, we dedicate our vision. Dedicate our communication to the message. To the Savior, to the Lord. I challenge you and me to celebrate without joy. That'd be some party, wouldn't it? <laughs> to celebrate without joy. Celebrating and joy is so uniquely connected because Jesus uh, spoke in John 737. Therefore, no, not that was in Jeremiah. Therefore, with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. You're you you're dipper. <laughs> you know what I mean? how much how much you know living water you're, you're you're drawing into yourself increases dramatically when we celebrate with with joy and you can't celebrate with joy unless you have an anticipation or an expectation or something is something is you know energizing it A message of joy to the world. Who's supposed to continue carrying the angel's message in the message of Jesus? Well, I think we all know that answer. It's a celebration of love. Celebration of love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That giving started right there at Bethlehem. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Not just any Savior, the Savior that is Christ the Lord. See, Moses was referred to as a Savior. He was the Savior that brought them out of Egypt. But he wasn't Christ the Lord. Fact is, it was in the discourse of Jesus' ministry, it comes up that someone greater than Moses is here. Now, I want you to know that Moses was at the top. In the minds of the culture, the history of their teachings. But someone greater. That celebration of love, a celebration of salvation. Yeah. A Savior has been born. And therefore, glory to God in the highest is right. Is right. More than a baby, you've heard the song. Indeed. I love and there's a good reason why he was born in the manger and we won't go into that this morning we'll go into that you know two Sundays from now why is celebration so important because what you celebrate shapes your life and it becomes a premium by which you conduct your life by. It affects your conversation. It'll do wonders for this, you know, wild thing up here. Paul said it needs it needs to be brought in because it, it runs, man. Anybody had it run this week? Huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know. Pull her back in," he says. <laughs> "You know, get get this thing back in, in the in the uh, you know uh, proper focus and attention. That's an everyday thing. Scott mentioned how that his first reaction. Scott, you're just human." <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. But let me try to wrap this up because I know that you. I'll be honest with you. I think we can celebrate better. Yeah. I think we can do a better job of celebrating it, but I don't think we can do it unless we get the message. Well, maybe if we had a better this and a better that. Now you get more inspired. But celebration is, is deeper than that. Celebration is recognizing who has come and the hope that he brings into the world, the hand that's extended. Hallelujah. God wants us our lives to be to be loaded with divine celebrations isn't that what we did this morning when we took communion? It was a divine celebration. yes Christmas itself is is making a divine statement, a mission of why Jesus came. If there's born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Bo- Lord, think about it. He came to save the world. From sin. I know that he fed the hungry. I know that he liberated captives and gave sight to the blind and he lifts up the fallen. But he actually came to save the world from sin. They're all attention getters. They're all to point to Jesus Christ, but the message still rings. I come to save the world. I love what the book of Hebrews says in chapter 7, verse 25, that this Savior is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through Jesus Christ. now yeah. what what a security what a deliverer as my musicians come this morning unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord and that passage of scriptures from Isaiah 9 and 7 shows us that the movement of God will never be halted. It shows that the movement of God will never be in decrease, but will always be in increase. Thank you, Lord. Think about it the increase of, in peace of his government, there shall be no end. Now let me just say something a little personal here. You know what I mean? Because I'm the only one I know the best, the best all right? I'd use you if I, if I knew you better, but I know me better, so. I have more peace in my life Today than I did when I began my walk with Jesus. That's where it's at, folks. You know, the increase. I have more God influence that's that's actually making its way out of my life than when I began my life with Christ. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Woo! Hallelujah! Jesus is our peacemaker. And the place that we need to have the most peace is to find our peace between God and man. Not man and man. But God and man. To break down the middle wall of Partition. That unifies us all. That's what Paul wrote when he said, you know, Christ has broken down the middle wall of partition. He's went ahead and made it so that we're all one by one blood in Jesus Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek, neither male nor female now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love the even even playing field that God, or that Jesus puts us on. I really do. Oh, hallelujah. I wanna encourage you this morning to shut the YouTube off and turn the God tube on. And please understand, (laughs) you don't have to shut it off. (laughs) Who you listen to? That's why, church, I believe that God is is still doing big things. Mm -hmm. Because when that baby came in that manger, God was up to something big. Hallelujah. And when these kids next Sunday go ahead and in their, you know, uh, uh, presentation, sing about that day. And I got to stop there because I'll get in my next Sunday's or that next Sunday's message. How can we celebrate? Can I say more correctly, more enthusiastically? Now, I'm not trying to get you to get up and jump around, although, you know, that would look good from up here. No. But that which secures our heart. That which which inspires and motivates our faith. That which can say it's Friday but Sunday's coming, and I'm not talking about, you know, the, the, the crucifixion and the resurrection. I'm talking about those Fridays in your life. Anybody had any Fridays in your life? Have you had any Sundays? Woo! Hallelujah. More Sundays are coming. Recognize him in a in that special way. The wise men came and said, "Where is he who's born king of the Jews?" Their limitation of, of who this was, but they they got they got an insight that you know he's a king. He's a king. He's not just any king, he's the king of kings and he's the lord of lords. He's king and he can handle anything. They went ahead and said, we've seen some evidence. We've seen his star. There's a lot of stars up there, but they recognized something. Something was on the horizon. Something was leading them to a great moment. We've seen his star, and we've come to worship him oh hallelujah church you stand with me this morning when we gather in the house of God or when you gather in your family time we come to worship we come to worship we recognize him as God hallelujah how else can we celebrate we can tell others because that's what the shepherds did Let us go see if this thing is true or not. And as they got there, oh, man, their heart was overflowing. And they went and they told others. Hallelujah. How's your day going? It's bad. Let me tell you what I saw. And you begin to tell them about Jesus the hope of the the world. You'll always have your skeptics. You'll always have those that reject it. But we cannot pull back from our celebrating and from our telling. And however that plays out in your world, and the people God has put around you. Don't draw back. But definitely celebrate with joy. Because the world needs joy. And Jesus Christ came, hallelujah, to repair our joy. Is your world too heavy today? Is it weighing you down? Are you feeling like What's going on is just, well, it's just that. Come on to me, all you that labor in a heavy lane, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, and you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly. I'll give you the rest. Hallelujah. Oh, oh sometimes we carry the day so heavily when we need to let the god who made the day keep our days keep our days oh hallelujah you know please understand i'm not i'm not faulting anything that's gone on Because if if I'm faulting things that have gone on, then so was Jesus when he sent the angels that says, you know what I mean? Peace on earth and goodwill toward men. He's saying, you guys don't have it. No, it's not what he's saying. He said, there's more. He told Joshua, he said, you know what I mean? There's a lot in store. You're going to be part of it. But let me tell you, when Jesus came... Joshua was just just a small taste of what Jesus was going to do. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise today amen hallelujah 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 when you listen to the news broadcast at night or in the morning or whatever it is you go back and say Merry Christmas <laughs> Hallelujah! now church if I seem a little beside myself bear with me because you know isn't it amazing that John the Baptist who is now six months in the growth stage of since the inception and mary who's just been you know it's just taken place and I walks into the room and john the baptist jumps <laughs> Is a, you got to know that's a Holy Spirit communication. Leaps in it. You had to stay there for another three months. <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting a little crazy on the Holy Spirit here. Hey, Amen, church. You, you go and you celebrate. Shy. You know, don't be quiet. Don't be obstinate. No. But celebrate. Amen. With joy. Father, we thank you today. Give us a fresh glimpse. Holy Spirit. We pray for your activity today. I'm reminded that Paul said that Christ could be formed in us again, and so I pray, Holy Spirit, that there would be a fresh formation of Christ in the church, in us. God I believe you're up to something big and I know it's not going to be a baby coming in the manger because that's been done that's finished with the fulfillment and the ongoing of why he came and what he came for is still taking place And I thank you for it today. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are in charge. Hallelujah. Jesus, you gave the Holy Spirit the charge to glorify Jesus. And so we release in our own thinking and mind that in in Jesus name amen all right glory to God in the highest you dismissed